Hey everyone, today is April 19th, 2023, and I'm going to start this podcast off a little differently than I've started off most of them. They usually start off with a quote from somewhere in the episode that's kind of like the arc of the episode, then it has the intro and the mid-tro and the outro, and I'm going to freestyle all of that today. And just flow with the ocean. I welcome to you, I welcome you all to the Conversations of the Healing Hearts podcast hosted by AdmireWare. And my name is Joshua Dixon. I am the founder and designer of AdmireWare. I do everything AdmireWare. And I absolutely love my job. Give me one second. I gotta take a sip. absolutely love um admirer and everything that i do here and what i'm building towards and building for others it's all something that starts with me but not ends with me i want to be able to plant seeds of growth healing and hope i know what it's like to be alone i know what it's like to be afraid i know what it's like to live life and wake up each day and regret waking up regret being here re um, feel like you don't have a purpose or be angry because you're one of god's warriors um people have always said like oh you're one of you're one of god's warriors and my name is joshua so they're just like you're joshua like you're joshua and you're you're leading people into the promised land There's a part of me that loves that, and I'm honored to have that path. And then there's a part of me that's just like, man, that's a lot of pressure. It's it's a lot. But I don't take any moment for granted. And I know that my words may not resonate for everyone, but I do know that I'm helping one person out there, and that's way better than me sitting in crying and being upset and silence and someone taking that life when my words could at least help them stay and for everyone listening to this i thank you for staying i thank you for being here in this world you just don't know how much your presence actually matters to someone And I don't think we vocalize our appreciation for one another enough. We don't vocalize our appreciation in our relationships enough, in our platonic relationships enough, and just strangers that we see often and just be like, yo, keep it up. Like, your presence means a lot to me. Even if you don't know how to explain it, just be like, I really appreciate or admire having you around. Don't know why, but I know that you make me smile. Life is a maze full of twists and turns and ups and downs and ways where there's like a dead end and then you have to take a step back and try again. 
Um, right now, I'm in this difficult chapter and difficult with my emotions. Like I'm having a hard time being able to explain or process them, even as a mental health um, advocate myself. I'm not a professional. I'm, I'm, I don't have any certifications or licenses, so let me put that out there. But uh, as just an advocate, um, I, I just have a hard time struggling because my grandfather decided a few days ago that he's going to decline his, um, that he's no longer wants to receive medical care for his end-of-life care. Um, so that means he doesn't want to take, like, he's not going to take pain medicine no more. He doesn't want to be forced to drink, on uh, drink or be forced to eat anymore. He wants to just live in peace for his remaining days. And he's so happy. And I'm the kind of person where I've spent a lot of my life people pleasing, pleasing others so that they can be happy and by them seeing them happy makes me happy and then I base my worth onto them and I've gotten hurt a lot by that but now in this new stage of my life post my second suicide attempt and realizing that what led to that suicide attempt could happen again and I didn't want there to be a third time be the charm, but I knew that there's a chance of it happening again if I didn't change the way that I took care of myself. And now I base happiness differently. I am happy for anyone who is happy and who is at peace with their life or just finding peace with their life. Like if you're doing something that you love, you're in a relationship that you care about, whether I agree or disagree, as long as you're safe. Like honestly, I do care about safety, but if you love exactly what you do, I have nothing against that. I have nothing wrong with that. I, I support that and I admire that. I support you. And I still love you no differently. I love you regardless of your personal characteristics. Trace. I love you regardless of your medical life. I love you regardless of your race, sexual orientation, political background, gender identity. Um, I'm, I love you regardless of who you are. You're human. And God said, love thy neighbor like he loves me. If he loves me unconditionally, I have to love you the same way. And I love that. So with my grandfather making that choice, yes, I'm sad, but I'm happy for him. And seeing him be happy makes me Seeing him happy makes me happy. Like, I'm happy to see other people happy. And seeing him happy makes me happy. Like, seeing other people do what they love makes me so freaking happy. Like, I know when I see someone following their own footsteps, 
I know that that's going to lead to them being here, staying here in this world and giving that good fight, fighting for tomorrow, fighting for tomorrow's life, fighting for existence, fighting for the next person's existence, fighting for love, compassion, and all of the above because they found something to hold on to. They found something in their life that gives them hope. Like a lot of people, a lot of you all are here because I give you all hope. Your presence doesn't go unnoticed. People notice you and they admire you, but it's time for you to admire you and learn that you can't change others. People are who they are and we can set boundaries, healthy boundaries to protect one another. So though my grandfather is refreezing treatment and I would like for him to take his medicine, but it's okay because I'm happy for him. I want him to be at peace and he will, and I would want the same in respect for me if I was in that situation or in any situation. Just respect my peace. Be happy that I have peace. And how can we foster an environment for us to have peace together? Um, I had this disagreement with my partner recently and um, I talked about with her that I've spent majority of my life in fight or flight mode. I've been either been bullied, I've been beat up, I've been sexually assaulted, I've been raped, I've been beaten by my father, I've been punched in the face, I've been I've been pushed down a flight of stairs before, I've been kicked out of a restaurant before, I've been through all of these things, hate comments, I've been bullied off of Twitter, I would never go back to Twitter because I'm just like, I have PTSD from Twitter. Um, there's so much that I've been through and longer than 15 years of my existence. Literally some of my youngest memories is my parents, like fighting until the point where I thought one of them was going to die. And I told my partner, I, I said, hey, though I know you can't control your anger, I need you to know as a boundary of mine is that out of all of the things that I care about in a relationship, the biggest thing for me is my safety. If my whole world outside of you is falling apart, I should be able to come home, come into your arms, and know that I'm safe, that I'm protected, that I'm loved, and that I'm respected. Because if I didn't do anything that steps outside of that, then I want to be able to come home and be and just be safe. I don't want to come home and be in fight or flight mode with you too. And in our relationship, it's like that, where. I have to dance over things and I'm just like, I can't handle this. I have, I can't handle this. I can't continue these trends of being in fight or flight mode. It is really damaging to me to 
have to be in these modes whether I should fight or should I fight? Should I run away? Should I hide? Should I cry? That I value time alone better than time with others. I have too much life left in me to settle. And if I can do something about it, I'm going to speak up because I know what happens to me when I don't speak up. And it was a good conversation and I hope that it, I hope that it goes somewhere. Um, I hope that it, there is growth and that there's development from that. Um, I can't fix anyone. I can't make someone be accountable for what they're going on. I know that I can be accountable for myself, that I'm understanding, that I'm patient, that I know my value, and I know that I'm not being too harsh or too hard. I'm not setting too many, um, not setting harsh parameters. But for me, what I value and all of my friendships, relationship uh, with my relationship, my romantic relationship, my platonic friendships, and even with family is we can have many different disagreements or areas where we are not compatible, but I would not sacrifice my peace for your anger. I, I can't, I can't do that. Um, um, I've been through too many battles to let that happen again. And I care a lot about myself now way more than ever because I know that I, I have a purpose here and that I need to be here and that people care about me. And so being in situations where I'm studying fight or flight mode, I will burn out. I will have a glass not full and not be able to refill the glass that I'm emptying out every day. So though I can carry, I can help assist you to carry your baggage. I can carry everything. Uh, I have already a lot of weight on my own back. And I think people need to realize and set that boundary with one another that there's no I in team. That we have to we have to work together to get through this. We have to be a team in order to get through this. We just can't I just can't do this alone and by myself. This is hard. Life is so hard. And we find ourselves being um trapped in situations or with with people where we just like we need to help them. Their problem is my burden. Their mental health is like I need to like I need that. Their anger, I need like that's like I need to be the band-aid for that. And you take on so much, but you're taking away responsibilities that others need to have. Accountability for themselves unless they're mentally or medically um a unable to take accountability. But if they're able to take accountability, make sure that you hold them to that because you make it to a point like me where I accommodated myself so much. I accommodated myself to one person so much that I didn't know who I was. I looked in the mirror and saw a stranger.
I'm a, I didn't do any of the stuff that I used to do that I that used to make me happy and um all of these promises that I that I got just they fell through and I was depressed and sad and I didn't know what I was fighting for anymore um <laughs> instead of fostering an environment for growth and change it seems like I was the only one that changed and I changed for the wrong purposes and not the right so Believe in your worth. Know what you're worth to yourself and know what you're worth to others and what you settle for and what you don't. Don't be scared to speak up. Don't be. You're going to thank yourself later. You're not going to thank yourself then, but you're going to thank yourself later. I hope that when I re-listen to this, that some of this makes sense, but... um. As I've been going through these chapters and emotions, I've been finding myself going back through old diary journals and using them to find meaning in the present. Um, I used to write a lot, and my ex threw away... Um, well, my ex forced me to throw away my journals and told me to pick her or my journals. And she read all of them. Really, really personal. Um, there were some suicide notes in those and just a lot of stuff that we hadn't even talked about yet. And that, I mean, I could have been ready for it, but all of that trust was broken. And ever since then, I stopped writing. I don't write as many poems as I do now as I did then. Um, but I'm learning how to touch those parts that hurt, that has been replaced by trauma, and put love there. And tell myself, hey, 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 hey. It's okay. You're safe now. You're safe now. No one's going to hurt you. It's only me and you. And we can we can do this. One step at a time. We can do this. This poem is called Life is a Maze. Full of amazing memories and nightmares that make our eyes and hands play truth or dare. I'm staring at the doctor. He just glares over and begins to stare. Scaring me with the words that he's ready to share. Giving me the news that turns my soul blue. Blue is his shoes. Blue is his surgical scrubs. Blue is my gown. Blue is the operating room that soon awaits me. Wait. Just wait. I'm alive and I want to stay alive. The pain of this news hurts. I just know that God is going to lead me through this challenging maze. Beep, beep, beep. 
my heart keeps beating as my lungs keep seizing and my blood oxygen levels are nearly depleted. Beep, beep, beep. The fire is blazing. I want to keep fighting. Beep. My mother cries as she watches her son's life is steadily dangling before his eyes. Beep. The beeping of the car horn caught my eyes as I'm trying to catch my breath. <sighs> my headlights are out and my car keeps swerving. Mine turning and turning as the wheels keep rolling and trolling as my heart and my breath keeps eroding. My heart keeps beating faster and faster. <sighs> As long as this heart keeps beating and my future keeps teasing me, I believe that this injured body will not hold me back from what's destined to achieve. As this heart keeps beating, that means that I'm still breathing. I'm ready to challenge the maze in front of me. That's it of my poem. I thank you so much for being here and just listening to me talk when I had my second suicide attempt in December 2021 and I almost died in my car um I didn't crash my car people always ask did I crash my car nope I didn't crash my car God guided me home to my parents house to my dad's house, actually. And then I drove to my mom's house after. But um, I had um, damage to my nasal structure. And I started having panic attacks following that. Like, in my recovery, I was having a mixture of panic attacks. And then also dealing with the health repercussions of having low blood oxygen levels at the same exact time as I'm trying to graduate college. And I went to the doctor and I told him about the happen and the abuse that I went through in my relationship where I received a lot of trauma to my nose and I exactly told him what side of my nose and how and when and where. And the news was devastating. Not only that I was having problems breathing, that I felt like my mortality was dangling before my eyes, but he told me that he couldn't really help with the damage that I've occurred. That only time could tell, but that with the damage that happened to my nose and the already pre-existing conditions that were, that my nose was already facing that um, a tune-up is what we call it, wouldn't be able to fix this issue. He said, in order to fix what happened and what your your ex-girlfriend did, you need to replace your whole entire nose again. Keyword again. This is my fourth nose. 
And I cried when I told my mom. I held it up, held it up. The whole doctor's appointment, I held it up. The surgery's been prolonged um, due to COVID and so many other issues with staffing because I need an ICU bed in order to have this operation. But it was so hard to share that news with my mom. My mom has been there through my whole journey. She's watched me go through the sacrifices that it takes to get a new nose. The the body parts that I have to sacrifice and the skin, the muscles, the veins, the the chances of it making and not making and then the revision. Uh, because I trusted someone. And um, they abused me in that trust that we had in those boundaries. Now, I'm not only I was already having breathing problems, but now they're a lot worse than what they were. And now I have this irreversible damage to my nose. Do I want to sue the person? No. Will I ever? No. Does she need to go to jail? No. There's nothing about um, seeking revenge is going to help me feel better and help me sleep better at night. That's the way I feel about that. Um, sure, I've, I'm angry or was angry, but there's nothing about that that's going to help. What I care about is what's actually at hand, just this condition and knowing that I'm safe now. I was fighting for my life while I wrote that poem. And though it's pretty much two years after I, yeah, it's like two years exactly when I written that poem. Every day I'm still fighting for tomorrow's light. My breathing is a little better now. I've figured out how to sustain and how to manage my nose situation and how to get used to the pain of having a permanently broken nose. But um, I refuse to give up. I refuse to give up. And I thank you for not giving up. I thank you for being here. I thank you for showing up. You give me a reason to show up myself. You give me a reason to be here and to keep going, regardless whether I have the motivation or not. We're in this. And we got this. Forever and always, I'm always, I'm forever admiring you and appreciating you. And though that life is hard and that me and you have been through so much spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, I can say that we've survived 100% of our bad days. And I won't give up if you don't. So 
I'm going to be here and I'm going to stand strong. I'm going to allow myself to know that it's okay not to be okay, but to know that I'm loved. And that if I'm not loved by an individual person, that I know that I'm loved by me and God. And know that you are loved by you and God. That's what matters. And to that one person that's listening to this, that it helped them get through the day, it helped them get through what's going on, love you. You keep me, you, 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 you are what inspires me to keep going, to keep creating, to keep designing, to keep coming into this warehouse page each and every day. I know it's for you. You might not talk to me. You might not tell me how much it matters, but I know it's for you. I know that you need this. And I need you. We got this. Forever admiring you. I hope you have a great day. I hope you have a good evening. I hope this episode is... <laughs> I, I hope it helps. And I hope that you're doing well. Sending you love and hugs your way. Bye for now.